Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Saturday, May 22nd, 2021, and this is episode 72. Coming up on today's show, we got Summer Games Fest is back this year, and it's much tighter this time. Ghost Runner 2 has been announced, and EA is opening a new studio. But we will get to all that in a bit. My name is Gino Viteri, and I am joined by Ignacio Rojas. Yo. Oh, Ignacio. How are so you? Good. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Uh, How's your day so far? Feeling good. It's been... <laughs> um, it's been mostly a, ch- a chill week. It, it was a short week for me. We had a... Uh, what's it called? A uh, holiday this Friday. Mm. Nice, nice, nice. I'm also joined by Kyle Springer. What's up, Kyle? We are back. Yes, we are. We are. We are. We are. We, yeah, are, we, we uh, did. We took a break. We took a break for a little bit because we we, we put out we put out two incredible episodes last week. Uh, Gino we couldn't <laughs> take the idea of Greg maybe playing Final Fantasy fourteen, so he had uh, to take a break last week. He's like, "We're done. It happened. It's over. We're like, we, 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 we can stop <laughs> then he, now." Then he we realized he that Greg will never do it, so that's why he's back. Yeah, oh, now we we had some last minute scheduling uh, stuff, and it didn't. <laughs> happen so here we are uh, like a, a a week late kind of but that's okay we're back yeah. having fun oh good mm-hmm. i think this will be a yeah. good one i uh so i convinced greg to try final fantasy right of course and then uh i don't think convinced that, is the no, right word i i he got him to think download about it. it i i got him to download it and then this is i I always had it in the back of my mind. He's not gonna try it. He's he does not have time for this game. There's no way he's gonna. Yeah. But I held out hope, because um, blessing also seemed you yeah. shouldn't. Should, blessing you should also blessing also seemed interested, and uh, Greg absolutely loves blessing and wants to play with him all the time. So, so they I thought they were gonna do it, and then uh, I hopped into Andy's chat, Andy Cortez from Kind of Funny, of course. And I was like, "Hey, when are you gonna try uh, Final Fantasy?" And he absolutely <laughs> just uh, gave gave it to me. Good, he said yeah. the truth. You know, he was like, yeah, he was just "They're not like, gonna fucking try." Are you kidding yourself, dude? <laughs> uh, man, but uh, he that's that's why you know that's why I like him. He gives it to you straight. You know what I mean? He gives it to you yeah, straight. Yeah, straight so, shooter. Uh, straight so, shooter, that Andy. Yeah. So yeah. I guess uh, I guess he's not gonna try it. But uh, how, how, how are you? How are you yeah, chilling here. How how are you guys? My my week has been uh, good. It's been b- busy but productive. Uh, I I don't really have much else to say about that. I've been in like a TV watching mood recently, mm-hmm. so I've like binge watched a whole bunch of shows, uh, read a bunch of comics and stuff like that. But that's kind of what I've been up to. What about you guys? I so I went to I went back home to Miami to visit my family uh this past week and very very big uh day for my mom on yeah, May sorry. May 19th May 19th yeah uh she became a citizen of the United States of America nice so, uh, congratulations as, yes very 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 proud of her very happy for her 20 20 something years in the making uh-huh. 20 something years in the making so I don't uh-huh. know how many exact exactly how many i think it's 24 but yeah finally uh that weight is lifted and now uh our entire family is uh is uh uh they're proud americans now 
proud Americans. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's 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 been my week. I've been I haven't really played anything. So, cool. just been doing that. Been doing that. What about you, Ignacio? Uh, no, like I said, it's been a pretty chill week, relatively speaking. I had, like I said, a holiday on Friday. Mondays I don't have classes, so it was just Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, I it's, with school stuff. I, luckily, it hasn't been a hard week. I've had some stuff here and there for school, but not much, as much as I've had on the previous weeks. Uh, I was gonna ha- have tennis classes on Thursday, but we there was a lot of rain on Thursday, so it it had to get canceled. Mm, so, rain. Yeah. Other than that, it's been pretty normal. So, uh, as you guys know, Alan is not here this week. He's, uh, he decided to continue discoing. Um, <laughs> discoing? So, yeah, that's what discoing. he says, right? He, he, he dances disco Busby. every week. Yeah. Disco king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dancing yeah. disco over there. Never would have thought that he'd be into that, but, uh, yeah, or anyone, anyone for that matter at this, at this, in this day and age. But, anyone uh, his age. this day and age. <laughs> but, uh. As long as he's having fun, you know, as long as he's having a good time. Yeah. Then uh go on to the to the great disco world, my friend. Go on. <laughs> the great disco in, in the sky. <laughs> go disco dancing on the sky. Closest I got into disco is uh trying out Disco Elysium. Oh you uh, did? I no, I tried it when it like first came out a very long time ago. Oh, um, I thought you were talking about this week. No, on on PC or whatever, and uh, uh, definitely not my kind of game. No, yeah. kind interesting. Of game. A lot of reading, a lot of reading, a lot of reading. Seems As like you guys a, know, a game for dorks. That the most reading I've ever done in my life was uh, the yeah. Replicant. If you guys remember <laughs> that last episode <laughs> yeah. when I was talking about that, that was crazy. Before that, the the most I had ever read, like I'm I'm being honest with you guys, I've never I don't read, I don't really like you. I, mean, I don't know you, if you think I'm joking. Read, but but what about school? I Oops. read what, so this is what happened. You know how they would leave you like a signed reading and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Spark, Spark notes, notes all the way, dude. Yeah. Spark notes 100%, read the summary, pass the test, either way. And dude, I was like, that. In, in I'm going to say like middle school or something, we had to read the Scarlet Letter for, <laughs> for a class. And I guess I had completely forgot that one day we had like our first like hey have you read the first like four ch- ch- chapters and i ha- mm-hmm. hadn't started the book yet and so we 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 have this pop quiz uh and it's like a variable thing it's not something we're like writing down but our teacher is asking stuff she asks me the first thing of the Ooh. day and i'm just like oh, i haven't even read this book <laughs> but I, I just completely bullshitted it i was like oh yeah the, the you know the scarlet letter, letter represents this yeah. thing and that thing and she goes interesting yeah that makes sense huh never thought about it later like that i was just like the- fuck yeah okay good <laughs> the, the, the- so so i wanted to get to the most i had ever read and i remember this because because it was the most I had ever read up until Near Replicant at, at that point in my life, you know. It was uh, The Alchemist. Uh, you guys ever heard of that book, The Alchemist? Uh-uh. I don't think no? so. Couldn't tell I've you what it's about. Metal. <laughs> right now, couldn't tell you what it's about. Something about uh, an alchemist. We know what alchemists do. They, mm-hmm. do, they do their, their thing. 
And I read half of it. And I was like, that's a pretty good book. And then I stopped. Just I was like, <laughs> I'm not I'm gonna stick to the to to this this thing that I got going on of never reading. So uh yeah. so I'm not much of a reader. Yeah. He was like, man, the, the book might not end well. The next book I'm, I might read might be bad. I, I should just stop here. Yeah, let's just, <laughs> let's just yeah. close it here. Let's just close it here. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's end it on a good note. It's good so far. Yeah, let's, just stop, exactly. let's just stop there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not much of a reader either. Like at most, yeah, the, the books that uh, they would give us at school, I think the longest one they ever had us read was Don Quixote. Man of La Mancha, mm-hmm. which is a very long book. It's so long that they we didn't even have to read the whole book. It was like not even half either, like a fourth at most. And mm-hmm. even that was like over 200 pages and more. And that's like old, old stuff. Don Quixote was written a very long time. So that's old Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Other than that, the only book that I have read are, are on my own because I wanted to was... Uh, the Cursed Child, which is the mm, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter play. But it's, the funny thing is that it isn't really a book. It is pretty much the script of the play. Yeah. 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 Made a beta book. So even then, it, it was a bit like cheating. Well, how come we haven't gotten a movie of that yet? Because like, I'm not going to read Harry Potter. I'm not going to read Game of Thrones. I'm going to watch it, though. I'm, I'm sure you know they JK Rowling. Uh, yeah, but really even good. even then, ah. even then they they'll probably do it at some point. It's Harry Potter. Yeah. It, it is a cash cow. They have I, I, a Harry Potter land on Universal. Yeah. I really I think blanked it, out on that. Really blanked when out. When did on her the? <laughs> I think it has to do with the, the Fantastic Beast series. When did the last Harry Potter like proper proper movie come out? Jeez, that's. So- I'm gonna say like ago. 2011. I'm gonna say 2011. Yeah, it has to be like 10 years. Check Ignacio. Look that up. Because yeah, we're like we're getting to that point where it's like what it's it? almost fair game to like recast everyone and just be like we're relaunching Ooh, no, see, brand new Harry Potter. Here you no, go. That, I I want them to wait until the the actors out of the right age. That would be pretty cool. They they could yeah. Yeah, I can. interesting. Oh, uh, in 2011, yeah, July 7th. Wow, that was a guess for 10 me. Years Ten years ago. And I am not in any, uh, I am no authority for Harry Potter. I just watched the movies oh, I love and Harry that's Potter. it. Yeah. I love it. But you see, I know more than you, Ignacio. So, there you go. I sure. thought when you said you were, I, I thought. <laughs> I, t- I said that it was probably 10 years. When when you said uh, the book you've read, uh, that you read of your own volition, I thought you were going to say the Bible. Um, I don't know why I I've, thought that because I was just thinking about it at the time. Have you guys ever read the Bible? I've read better than <laughs> the Bible, have, but have, have just because heard, of heard, school heard stuff. Heard of this book, the 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 Bible? The Bible. <laughs> have you heard of the word of a Lord and Savior? P- <laughs> p- picked it up uh, hardback hard on uh, Barnes yeah. and Nobles the other signed day. Copy. <laughs> signed copy. Uh, signed copy. Freaking no, I've Bible. read parts here and there, but because of school stuff and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One new, or two religious new, new, new Testament thing. or Old Testament kind of guy, huh? I'm more of a New Testament. <laughs> Look, to be honest, New Testament uh, God seems more nicer than Old Testament God. Dude, they asked, uh, <laughs> "What is it?" When they asked Trump that, like, or you know, Old Testament or New Testament kind of, he was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I like both." Like, <laughs> 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 kind of answer. Yeah, I don't mind both. You know, I, 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 
that's so funny, dude. That's what I would answer because I don't know what you're talking about, to be honest with you. So, uh, uh, New Testament is Jesus stuff. Old Testament is more of the uh, Mo- Moses and uh, the flood and it. Yeah. The Jews and Adam and Eve. Yeah, all that stuff. Anyways, this is not a religious podcast. Yeah, you could hear all about that on our religion podcast, uh, Captain's Log. So, uh, (laughs) that's not what that is. (laughs) (laughs) So, why don't we get into what we've been playing, my friends? What we've been playing. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna throw it over to Kyle. Wait, Um, hold on. Did the jingle play or not? Uh, the jingle did play. Did you guys not hear that on no. your end? No. I forgot. I, I see it because <laughs> I feel like Chino didn't hear stuff for the jingle. I did it instantly. I started talking. Yeah, Chino didn't stop, hear stuff for Let's the jingle. Do, I entirely forgot about jingle for what we've been playing. Kyle said it. No, <laughs> this is the first time Kyle said it before we started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh. uh, <laughs> things are a little bit different this week, just slightly. We are playing the what was the housekeeping jingle for what we've been playing, and then housekeeping has a brand new video that we will insert okay. in. Oh, uh, I see, on, I see it on so, this thing here. I so. missed, I missed it when you said that pre-show. My bad. <laughs> 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 hey, anyway, that's, that's fine. Uh, I haven't been playing much of anything actually. Um, not really been in a, in a video game mood. And, you know, that happens sometimes, and that's mm-hmm. A-OK. Uh, but I mentioned I've been binge-watching a bunch of TV shows. I have watched uh, Wu-Tang in American Saga on Hulu, uh, and that, that, that was pretty good. It had some rough spots in the first two, but then it... it, 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 it started uh, to get a lot better. Uh, as the show went on so hopefully they make a season two with that because they're definitely not done with that story Uh, but it is neat to see this like i i don't know exactly how accurate it is but like this fictionalized but fairly accurate portrayal of how wu-tang clan came to get together uh, and stuff like that. So that's been a lot of fun. Uh, what else have I been watching? I just watched Devs. Have you guys seen that? Oh, that's one? the one with uh, Nick Offerman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's Is that like... the one that has something to do with Ubisoft? I think. No, oh, no. not that. Am I thinking of that's another de- one? That's um. Oh shit! What's the? I don't remember the name of that one, but no, the the one you're thinking of, Ignacio, is more of like a a comedy um, about oh. what it's like to be in game development and stuff like that. No, the uh, devs was a show on on FX, uh, and it's like hard sci-fi. Uh, it's really slow. It there's not much action. Um, but there's this. Wait, so it, does it have to do with gaming or not? Not there's... at all. No. Oh, <laughs> I th- because of the name, I thought it was game nope. developers. D- development yeah, I... in in terms of like, hey, we're a tech company and we're yeah. developing yeah, something. That's why I jumped to the Ubisoft thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, devs is their like top secret 
ultra like off the off the books uh section and this guy gets inducted in into that one uh and looks at the code of all the stuff that they're working on and he freaks out and like panics and starts vomiting and stuff like that and then tries to run away and they murder him uh and so the girlfriend of the, 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 the guy is like trying to figure out what happened and all of that stuff and yeah it's 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 an inter- interesting show indeed but i've been watching a lot of stuff like that i just saw um army of the dead on netflix the Zack snyder's oh. army of the dead uh pretty cool it was pretty cool i don't like how it ended but uh it was pretty cool this is a regular you know zombie action movie with uh, Dave that's, Bautista slash Drax. That's or, in, it's set in Las Vegas, right? Specifically yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah. Like they, they contained the entire zombie apocalypse to Las Vegas only, uh, which was uh, interesting. As one does. The way they did it. Yeah. yeah. That's the smartest way to do it, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> so pretty, pretty yeah. cool. Pretty cool movie though. But uh, uh, Zack Snyder, you know, he's a, he's a good one. He's a good one. Uh, good stuff uh, what about you Ignacio what you been playing uh, I've played some uh, quite a uh, few things I don't know if you want to start with Knockout City I know I didn't invite it here but I know we both been playing it yeah um, or I, uh, I at least tried it out yeah I could talk about Knockout yeah? City for a bit I, uh, I, so I played it on Friday night uh, when it came out uh, for oof, man I played it for like 5 hours straight Jeez. It is it it is uh, it is really fun, guys. It's, it's uh like... yeah. So if you don't know, you can play the game for free. Mm-hmm. Ten day for ten days starting Friday. Yeah, for ten days. Yeah, for ten days. So uh, yeah. you could just starting the on, Friday on... that already passed, or the one that's yeah yeah yeah. This Friday the, that passed, the game yeah. came out on Friday, and then ten okay, three so days the one that for you already to play. Yeah. passed. So there's eight days left, I suppose, or nine or nine days left. Um, or however long when these come, what, comes up. Yeah, but um, yeah, you could download it on anything, on PlayStation 4, yeah. PS5, Xbox One series, like PC, that. Cool crossplay. Switch, it's on everything. And and the crossplay is so in, amazingly seamless. Like, you just invite your friends and that's <laughs> it. There is no issues with crossplay in this game, which I thought was pretty awesome. Um, and... So they obviously they had little hiccups in the beginning when they released it with the you know uh, opening it up on and it was crashing on on Xbox and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. once you get into the groove of the game, it is it's very fun. Uh, if you don't know what Knockout City is, it's pretty much extreme dodgeball. Is just yeah. what, the way I would describe it. Um, you do little dodge, little twirls, dip, little dive and dodge, little spin. Yeah, the, uh, man. Yeah. Dodgeball, uh, a true underdog story, just yeah. really sh- like, and everyone's ahead right now with that. Like, you, you go, you go down Twitch, you see everyone's title is you could dodge, you, if you if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball, and uh, and some other uh, you, you know nobody makes me bleed my own blood. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, the, nobody. <laughs> that part's so. Good. You haven't seen this movie, Ignacio? <laughs> What movie are we talking about? Dodgeball, Dodgeball. with freaking uh, Ben Stiller and uh, no. Nah. Uh, <laughs> you gotta watch hilarious. that movie, dude. 
You need this movie to play. Bone in his body. (laughs) (laughs) You need to watch this movie to play Knockout City. It's like, oh, see, that's why I I didn't play that. Yeah, that's why you don't understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah, it's directly connected. I don't know the lore behind the game. Exactly. Yes, I ate the Ocho. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, this game has no no story at all. You're just playing dodgeball with with uh, it's three v threes. Um, 3v3, a small arena. Yeah, you balls can do are customs. Around. There's different kinds of balls that you pick up. Uh, there's a sniper ball, a multi-ball, which is self-explanatory. Um, there's bomb balls, a cage ball, which if you hit someone, it traps them in a little cage, and you can pick up that cage and mm-hmm. throw it away or whatever, whatever whatever you do. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's a heck of a lot of fun to play yeah. with, uh, with a bunch of friends or, or just hopping in alone and, and destroying some... Some people uh yeah uh, the the game the game is simple enough and i think that's one of its strong uh parts and maybe one of what it will eventually be it's soundful yeah it is uh like uh picture like a small arena mm-hmm. i don't know kind of like uh if you played splatoon picture that type of arena but maybe a bit smaller but yeah there are balls scattered around it's three on three you pick them up and you have to basically hit your opponents they everyone has kind of like two lives so you have to hit them twice and uh, so yeah the first team to 10 wins it and it is simple but because of that i think it, it can be a lot of fun i did enjoy my time with it even though it wasn't that long but mm-hmm. i think yeah with, with friends especially it, it can be a lot of fun because it is very yeah. simple to pick up and play and then it's not only throwing the balls, but then you also start catching them. And if if you have an opponent with a ball, you can just ram into them to drop the ball. And yeah. You start like uh, getting accustomed to those things and it, it starts getting even more fun. I have a question. Is this dodgeball in the sense that like one team has to stay on that side? No, or no. is it like you no, can go that's wherever said, you want? It is kind of like Splatoon. Okay. If I remember spelling correctly, but it is that it is a bit of a smaller arena, but uh, you have different places to go for. For example, the first one that I played it was two rooftops with like a small bridge in the middle. So you you just go at it. You yeah. find a ball and then you try to find your opponents. That's why that's why I say extreme dodgeball. You know, because it yeah. doesn't it doesn't follow the guidelines of your extreme. traditional dodgeball. Um, I really like the way uh, you know how when you you we used to play dodgeball in school and then you would you would hit someone right on the head and you hear the ka-dunk, you know what I mean that 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 big that big noise mm-hmm. love hearing that in this game love hearing it yeah. in this game you hear it you hear it often I like that they like that specific little detail you hear that little that little dodgeball hitting someone right in the head it's is pretty cool. Yeah. Imagine them trying to record that sound, right? Where they yeah. just have some guy standing there, <laughs> just like, hey, hey, stand hey, there, hey, just stand hey, there, just stand there. Hey, in, in, in turn, come stand right here, right? And they have like a mic right there, and they're just yeah. chucking the dodge balls at them. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way to do it. There's no other way you could right? create that. Yeah. I, I feel, I, I assume there isn't any other way. <laughs> um, yeah, but the game, like you said, Gino, it has a, a bit of a popularity search i didn't expect oh, yeah. much about this game when i saw it i think yeah. it popped up on one of the nintendo in the showcases at some point yeah or maybe even the the proper direct 
And so I didn't expect much out of it. But mm -hmm. a lot of people gravitated towards it. Again, I think that it is simple enough that maybe that's why people are gravitating towards it. But I think that maybe that's because of that, it will be it won't last long. I think the the other thing about it is that it is it is unique. It's not your typical, you know, hero shooter that comes yeah. out or a lot of people compare it to Fortnite, but just on its looks alone, I don't know why people are comparing it to Fortnite. <laughs> the characters <laughs> don't look good. That's, let's be honest. Everyone the, says everything looks like Fortnite yeah. nowadays. So, no, like, no, 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 no. Last not even of Us 2 looks like Fortnite, you know? <laughs> you have a little bit of those weird, like, different kinds of graphics, and it looked like Fortnite. It's so weird. But but uh, it's entirely different. It's nothing like it. That's, mm. I feel like that's, yeah, because it did surprise me that it's instant surge in popularity once it came out, Ignacio. I saw everyone playing it and everyone excited to play it. And uh, it's, it's, it's deserved because once you start playing it, you do, you do like it and you have a lot of fun. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, it's, it's very simple to, to get into it and just pick up and play. It's that kind of game. And uh, best crossplay, I think. And more recent, more recent uh, times with everything that's been going on with uh, crossplay in general. But uh, but yeah, that's what that's what I've been playing. Uh, I haven't played much of anything else. Yeah, apparently I'm the only one who played it. Uh, yeah, like several things. All right, get a uh, Fortnite out of the way. Uh, fine. <laughs> uh, no, the only the only reason that I wanted to bring up Fortnite was one, I got to level one hundred. Okay. I never expected to ever get anywhere close to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm level 100 now. Uh, the other thing nice. that uh, I wanted, the other reason that I wanted to talk about is that the season is ending pretty soon. I think either first or second week of June. And so I, whenever I brought up Fortnite, I haven't really spoken about the season that we're in. Uh, if you don't know, the theme of the season is survival. And it came right after last season, which was all about rifts opening and all these multiverses collapsing into one and yada, yada, yada. And this was supposed to be the culmination of that or the aftermath of that. And so I, I think that this season has been pretty okay for the most of it, because like I said, last season was, it felt pretty eventful, like it felt like pretty often you would open up Twitter and then Fortnite would have something with Jonesy having his audio log and, oh, uh, I'm in this weird spaceship and there are these aliens that are popping out of people's chests and then you would be, oh, alien is going to be on, on, on the game. Yeah. And if you, if you played like the ending cinematic slash opening cinematic of the new season, they would have seen that they had people like, they had the Xenomorphs, they had Ripley, they had Sarah Connor and the Terminator, they had Trade Fighter, Kratos, uh, Master Chief, and so many others. And then, now that we get to this season, it feels like the gas, uh, they burnt a lot of gas in the tank for that season, and this season they didn't have much left, apparently. Because we have gotten characters here and there, like... Lara Croft has been a part of the season since the beginning. They added Aloy at some point. And then now we have characters like Neymar Jr., which is a soccer player in the game. And they this week they added NBA people. 
And they also added some Batman zero point stuff and Catwoman zero point stuff. But it, it hasn't felt eventful at all. Like they seems it, it wasn't kind of like a random handful of like, let's just get all the ones that we didn't really have something yeah. that fit in and let's just stick them here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you haven't gotten the, the thing that you get the season, for example. One week we talk about how people in the game were seeing these rifts and on the other side they saw one of the stages in Street Fighter and oh, is Ryu coming to the game and stuff like that? And this season you haven't gotten anything like that. Like it was pretty much, oh, now we got, the, uh, they randomly announced that Batman Zero Point is going to be on, on, on this and... Well, you gotta read the, you gotta read the comics for Batman. That's why. Ah, uh, yeah. There's there's your have, context there. There, there, there. Gino, have 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 you been keeping up with that comic? I I I read the first issue. I haven't. Oh, read you read the, it? Yeah, I read okay. the first issue. I haven't read the 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 the. There's two new ones that came out. Uh, I haven't read. Yeah. I thought I saw the latest one. He it's Batman fighting on, Snake Eyes, which is cool. Yeah, they're on issue three, right? Oh. now which i because i i i have the dc universe inf- infinite a- app so i see it up there and i've heard good things i'm a big comic book nerd so i listen to some comic book podcasts and they're like yeah this is actually not bad like this is pretty neat so yeah it's pretty interesting yeah. the way they're doing it but it, again he's he's on the game like a, as a skin only Mm-hmm. He had yeah. like an, an opening cinematic when he was revealed, but other than that, he's just a skin. I I don't know what's happening on the comic if it has anything to do it, with it's, Fortnite. But it's cool the way they do it in the comic because like it's Batman got transported into uh, the island and he mm-hmm. can't talk, so like he has oh, a conscience like, yeah, and he knows that he's like, what's happening? Like, why is no one talking? Why are people just trying to kill each other? It's pretty cool. It- it, yeah, it uh, seems like he's doing his Batman thing to, like, figure out and catalog what is ha- happening. So if someone dies, they go over here and, like, all of this stuff. And, like, if I get this thing, then I can do that. And, yeah, yeah so he's, he's like, figuring out how it works. Yeah. I think we cool. may have lost Ignacio. His camera is frozen. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, man, I guess uh, that's a... Oh, there he is. Can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. Can I, don't, I don't know why the internet dropped all of a sudden, but you know the last thing that I wanted to talk about, like for that is that, like I said, the season is ending pretty soon. Like I think mm-hmm. June fifth, if I'm not mistaken, and so even for last season, it felt like it was all building up towards something, and even the season before that, we collected and all that, it felt like they are they start ramping up up to something. But for for this season, it feels like every day is just like the day before. It's business as usual. There's nothing neat happening. Do do we know what's happening next? Like, is is chapter two ending or anything like that? No, chapter one, chapter one lasted 10 seasons. And these we're currently in season six of chapter two. Okay, I'm not expecting it to end anytime soon. What you. predictions yeah. do you have for the next season, Ignacio? What do you think they should I don't do? know. They, we have like, uh, the season. <laughs> Maybe. The season started <laughs> with John C. saving the island from this uh, like colossal thing that was happening. The like, dimensions were falling apart and all that. And he kind of like sacrificed himself into the... The cool thing, which at the center of the map, there is like this whole tower. 
-hmm. And so Jonesy, at the end of his thing, he sacrificed himself and that, like, cocooned him into, like, this ball. And you can go up to that on the map, which I thought was pretty cool. So I'm guessing it has something to do with Jonesy coming back and also the mysterious character that we got on the cinematic for uh, for the opening of this season, which Jonesy yeah. brought into the dimension, which everyone thinks that is going to be The Rock. Probably so, is. Probably he is, <laughs> especially with the court documents that we got out of uh, the Epic Viable. Yeah. What if we could get a skin for Steve Jobs? You can be sure. Steve Jobs in Fortnite. There you go. <laughs> sure. There you go. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, like, even even when, when that character appeared, it kind of felt like they were teasing something even bigger with kind of like yeah. this organization yeah. that was above them and like that, but they haven't done anything with it. Nothing. So like that character yeah. was on that cinematic, he interacted with Jonesy and we've seen nothing of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that they do something with that for next season. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, other than that, I finished Resident Evil Village. And so my, my thoughts on it are a bit mixed. I, I enjoyed the game. I think the game is pretty good. But one of the problems that I have with it is that they came from Resident Evil 7, which was like them bringing back the survival horror to Resident Evil. Like, if you remember, like Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 were all survival horrors, and then 4, 5, and 6 became more of an action, more of action games. And so 7 was like them going back to survival horror. But now with Village, it feels like they are going back to the action part of the going back to action. They have parts here and there that are similar to Resident Evil 7, like Castle Dimitrescu is the closest to Resident Evil 7 that we got, or a classic Resident Evil that we got, which is like you explore this castle, finding keys and finding all the things so that you can escape. That's the closest that you get to, you get to that. Then you got like uh, another house that is similar to it, but it isn't pretty long. And then after that, it's all pretty much action, action all the way through like you get uh, you there are things here and there that are you having to get this one thing to open this one other thing but it, it all feels like one lane one corridor that you have to fall mm-hmm. and so the game became pretty action heavy to the point that there is one part in the game where it is you straight up do not care about bullets about having enough to kill your enemies they just throw a lot of enemies at you you have a you have your uh, machine gun, your pistol, and all that. Just go through them. And so, even though I, I enjoyed the game at the end of it, and I'm intrigued by how it ended, I am a bit disappointed that they are... It seems like they are going away from survival horror once again. Mm-hmm. Which, if you, remember, if you remember, that didn't work out last time. Yeah. Interesting. <coughs> this, this game is extremely scary to me. So I, I finished... Um... The Castle Dimitrisk uh, part, I haven't got into the next area yet, the, the second. Uh, I don't know why everyone's using biome so often, this, this time. But uh, the second area, yeah. Um, I, I thought biome for some reason. But the second, yeah, the second area, area. With the, just the, I assume is the puppet lady, I think? Or the, or yeah. the yeah. yeah. And I am deathly afraid to approach that, so... Uh, I think that's... That house is probably the scariest on the game. Yeah. And it doesn't last very long. And 
after that, I was wouldn't say the game is very scary. Like, I think Cal would probably have a good time with the game. Cal, <laughs> I, I think you should. <laughs> no, Cal. On, honestly speaking, Resident Evil Two was way scarier than this game. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> you are outside <laughs> on this. Gino's like, no, I am putting my foot you, down. No to that. <laughs> you are outside during the day very often in the game. So I've heard, it, it yeah. is a very often. Like even Castle Demetrescu wasn't scary. It no. maybe was tense in a in a couple of places, but it wasn't really scary. That one was just sexy I've heard. What, 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 what I've heard from listening to podcasts and stuff is that people are kind of settling on it's it's an interesting mix of things because there are certain sections that are are like the classic survival horror and then there are sections that are more action-based there are certain things that are really scary but it's really only like one or two moments uh Mm -hmm. so it it seems like a greatest hits type of thing of like hey we have a little bit of everything yeah like even uh, Gino, the part that you are that the quote unquote dollhouse, it, it is only scary that it's second half, I would say. Okay, it, it, at most, it is a bit eerie, it is a bit uh, there, it is a bit of suspense, but I wouldn't say that the game is super scary. Even Castle Demetrius had parts where you were going through the dungeon, and that's it. Like, yeah. The dungeons are probably the scariest part of it, and then the dollhouse again, it is. Probably the scariest part in the game, and that doesn't last very long. And after that, it is I mean, pretty much doesn't last for, doesn't last very long, depending on the kind of player you are. You could just blast through it if you want. But me, I'm a busy. I'm gonna find a safe room and I'm gonna stay there for like thirty minutes, trying to, you know, get my bearings. Out the next <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I what I did was I beat I beat the. Boss fight of Castle Demetrescu, I went then to the dollhouse, and I beat the dollhouse, and then I went to the next one in one sitting. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Kyle, I don't think that you would have that much pro- trouble with the game. Good to know. I, I do recommend people playing it. Play it. It is still It's a good game. To go it through it. Yeah, it's a good yeah game. it is a good game. And I still think that... It, Ethan is not that good of a character. He's still an asshole, but at the end, I think that he redeems himself, kind of. Cool, nice. I'm so looking forward to seeing it. It is nice seeing seeing the evolution of his story. And the game is beautiful. It oh, yeah. is very beautiful. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's very beautiful. But yeah, definitely cool. check that one. Uh, the, the last game that I have here was is Mass Effect uh, from the Legacy Edition collection. So it is Mass Effect 1. I've never played Mass Effect before. I don't think so. The closest I've gotten was I played the demo for Mass Effect 3 and I remember I didn't like the gameplay of it. And so since Mass Effect is one of the games that people always talk about, I wanted to give it a shot, <clears throat> like a real shot. And so far, I, I don't think the game is grabbing me. My, it, <laughs> the story hasn't grabbed me yet, but I can see parts that would like i can see some yeah. rays of sunlight that uh, there is something there that it could grab me so that's one of the reasons that i want to keep going the gameplay i you played like three hours two hours okay yeah two hours 
Uh, yeah, so I, it, it is still pretty early on the game. I still do not like the gameplay. Uh, it, it does feel in a lot of parts like an old game. I know that the gameplay for one was tweaked I mean, in is. order for it to feel more more like the gameplay for two and three. And even then, uh, it still feels old. Like there isn't a you. This game is like a cover shooter. You're gonna take cover a lot of times in corridors with enemies on the other side that you have to shoot. But the game doesn't. It doesn't have like a button for you to go get into cover. You have to. That's one of the things that I don't like. You have to press against the wall, and then the carry. Then the character goes into the the wall, like to take cover. But I don't feel like it feels pretty good. The shooting doesn't feel pretty good to me. Um, but yeah, other than that, the game looks. Honestly, for an old game, it looks, for the most part, pretty good. It I've seen videos of Mass Effect 1, and it is kind of like day and night, literally, because I've seen videos of of parts of it, that I, of the part that I was on, and in the video, it felt like it was a nighttime, but on the game that I played, no, it, it was pretty much daytime. That's so funny. it, it kind of literally is day and night. The game looks pretty cool, pretty good visually, especially the Citadel. There was one part that I was walking through the Citadel and looked up to the sky and looked up to the whole structure and it looked so good. They, they did a good, a good work macerating it. The parts, the reason that I say for the most part it looks good is that the models do not look good. They look better than how they looked like all those years ago, but they still look weird in a, in a certain way. I do not know how to describe it, but the part that bothers me the most out of every character, like every character has this problem, the eyes. <laughs> the eyes are so weird. I, I thought that's what you were going to mention. Yeah, I've seen that. The eyes look so, so out of place, and the, they are always <laughs> looking like the, their eyes are always wide open. Like, always like that. And... <laughs> One of the problems that I have with it is that it feels like they, they didn't animate the eyes by hand. Like, they gave them some, like, AI script for, for theirs to move, and it doesn't work. There was this one scene when I was talking to the other character, and the character was talking to me, but looking down like that. He was looking down, <laughs> but talking to me. Yeah. Like, hey, hey dude, I'm, uh, I'm up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that looks so. It looks so weird. That's funny. But yeah, I do not have yeah. many problems with the game of, about it being old. I have some problems here and there. Like I feel like some of the. I don't know if it is a bug or if it was written like that. But if you don't know, Mass Effect is very choice heavy, like dialogue choice heavy, and a lot of times I felt like there are three options. I chose the one on the top, but I feel like the game picked the one in the middle. Mm. Like I at, at first I was like feeling it like, oh, I might be wrong. I I might have pressed something. Uh, I meant to press the one on the top, but I pressed the one in the middle. But there was this yeah. one part where I remembered what the middle option was, and I picked the one on the top. And I'm pretty sure it, it went to the middle one. It's so. I I've, I don't know if I've that's a bug feeling... or if it is like that like that with other games that are similar where it's like they because 
because they can't fit the entire dialogue right in mm-hmm. in that little thing they have to somehow summarize it but then i i get the problem where it's like oh i i pick my choice based on the summary and then what they say, say is like well that's it, not no, what your no, no. summary set like is that it wasn't what you're it wasn't that it was there because the the choices are pretty much like either you're like uh either it's very aggressive neutral or the opposite of aggressive like that and yeah. i remember that for this one moment there was something specific that the middle one said and then the top one that i chose it didn't i do not think that it, it was going that way and i chose the one on the top and it pretty much said what the middle one said it's it's straight up said what the middle one said it might just be a bug because i remember I that game being really buggy back in the day and this is really i looked just it up on google remaster, and i couldn't find so. anything or you probably misclicked ignacio we could we could say no that. no i made i'm telling you i i got the feeling that that was what what was happening and then i go to this one where i consciously and <laughs> and i consciously chose one at the top i made sure that it was the one on the top and i'm pretty sure he did the middle one Fine. all right but yeah Nice. Go. I have some other problems here and there, but it's not worth going into it. Much longer. Go. All right. well, with that, let's take a quick break for housekeeping, and we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make, and yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at our $3 tier, and you can get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we're back. Uh, hope you guys liked that little video that i made there we're trying something new out yeah. with that nice job uh, Kyle. it was very nice yeah thank you. yeah you guys Pretty haven't good. even seen it yet but yeah thanks i love it i love it <laughs> <laughs> made it all myself um so big shout out to our patreon supporters at the five dollar tier and above so thank you sam so much for helping us out and rocking with us for so long we love you a lot and appreciate you thank last you, but not least uh shout out other cool videos what did we do this past week we covered the mitchells versus the machines on the review show and holy shit that movie is great i gotta watch it really it might be one of the best movies of the year it's so good it's by the same studio uh that did spider-man into the spider-verse uh, it's a Netflix original film. It's written uh, by the people that do g- 
Gravity Falls. Uh, I think that was a Disney Channel Plus show or something. Um, But yeah, it's it's great. Highly recommend it. I was laughing out loud at multiple parts. It's so good. So please go check that one out uh, because that was a lot of fun. And on top of that, if you missed it, uh, about two weeks ago, we got to interview Greg Miller of Kind of Funny, uh, and that was a lot of fun. So if you guys want to hear more thoughts on Resident Resident Evil Village, you guys can check that stuff out as well as uh his journey with cancer and trophy hunting and stuff like that we had a blast it was and lying to genome's face oh yeah right yeah Yeah, sure i'll I'll play final fantasy 14 i just loaded it (laughs) but with that uh let's get on to the news of the week All right, guys, we got four articles here, four news stories that I want to talk to you about. I want to pick your brain, Kyle. I want to pick your brain, Ignacio. Let's go into number one. According to Jeff Grubby Grub, Starfield will be an Xbox exclusive. As we all know, know, Jeff Grubb from VentureBeat is a reporter with extensive insider knowledge when it comes to the video game industry. So when he tweeted confirmation on his part that Starfield will be an Xbox exclusive, Twitter ran amok with rumors and discourse. One of those rumors was that the game will be released in 2021 and make an appearance at E3 this June. This rumor was shot down by Jason Schreier and others saying that it will be released in 2022. So, Ignacio, what do you think about the discourse going on about Starfield being exclusive to Xbox after they purchased Bethesda and them seemingly taking it from PlayStation, which I don't think they did, to be honest with you. Um, I have some thoughts about it. Look, Jeffrey Grub Grub, clearly he's, he knows stuff. Yes. People talk to him. Yeah. He is very well known in the industry for knowing stuff. And so if he says that, it, if he says this, if he says that Starfield will be an Xbox exclusive, it's probably true. Although the, the way that he worded it, it, it kind of felt like he didn't know, but he knew, but he didn't know. So I, I don't know if... That's one hundred percent confirmation. Let me let me pull up the 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 tweet that he uh that he did. So someone someone tweeted at him. He said, "I had a bunch of messages and super chats about Starfield today, where people were saying that Jeff Grubb said that it wasn't exclusive or whatever." So I figured I'd tweet this out and have Jeff clear the air, since it seems what he says gets twisted by people. So Jeff quote tweeted that saying, "Starfield is exclusive to Xbox and PC. Period. This is me confirming that." Do you have what he said after that? And then he also Which said is why after that, I'm doubting. Someone, someone said, not to sound rude, but who are you and why are you the one who can confirm that? He then quote tweeted that and he said, I'm Jeff and y'all, I don't mean I'm confirming it for Microsoft. I mean, I've confirmed it in terms of my reporting. So, so I, I hadn't read that one. It wasn't the one that I was thinking of, but I, 
Still, that that sounds weird. Would you read? Uh, do, you probably read. I, I was uh, go write the story. Uh, he blames Tim Gettys and Gamer Greggy. Um, I thought I was ending a discourse, not starting one. Yeah, but that's. Uh, it was the tweet where he said, uh, "Yeah, I shouldn't have heard the uh, team and and Greg on this. Oh. I should have gone with Paris and all that." And the reason that it it had me doubt whether or not he knew if someone told him was that if he knew, why would he have been swayed by what Team and Greg would have said? Mm. That that's that's what has me not being one hundred percent sure that he he is confirmed one hundred percent. I see what you mean. So. Assuming that this is all true, I'm not uh, too... Uh, I do not like this, to be honest. I know that Microsoft owns Bethesda, bones Bethesda. We have to like uh, uh, make good with that, with that reality. The problem that I have with Starfield in particular was that Starfield was revealed three years ago. So if it was revealed three years ago, it was in development maybe a year before that. And so that means that <laughs> it was most probably being worked on for PS4 also. Yeah. So if it is an Xbox exclusive, it then means that they came and they shut down the PS4 version. So this isn't much of Microsoft getting an exclusive, but they are pretty much taking away a game from PlayStation. Straight up. That's the problem that I have. And... One of the reasons that the problem is even worse for me was that Phil Spencer once said in an interview with Kotaku about the Bethesda deal, quote, this deal wasn't done to take away games from another player base like that. Yeah. <laughs> they are doing it. They are doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have a problem with it. Uh, I, uh, let, me, let me throw it over to you, Kyle, because I, I thought of it, of the, you know, different. Uh, I didn't think of it that way, Ignacio. Where they have they they have probably been working on it for for these other consoles, but I thought of it in the mind that uh, Starfield is not doesn't have a legacy on any console. So mm-hmm. for them to make it exclusive to um, Xbox and PC, uh, they will then begin the legacy for Starfield on their own console. Um, I don't think that they will take games like Elder Scrolls, um, uh, Fallout, uh, stuff like that, that were also on PlayStation previously. Um, so do you have thoughts on, on that specifically, Kyle? A little bit. I, I think if there's a game they could start making the transition to being like, yeah, we're going to have Bethesda like <laughs> exclusives on Xbox. I think this would be a good one to start with. Mm-hmm. Uh, this doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to be fully exclusive. They could do what PlayStation did with Final Fantasy, right? Of like, hey, for the first year, it's going to be exclusive on Xbox, which then doesn't take it away from PlayStation, but maybe gives Microsoft the advantage of of like, hey, we're going to build the legacy on Microsoft that this is where Starfield will be down the road so, mm-hmm. who knows I, but i i besides that i don't really know much about this game yet except that it's supposed to be like we, a sci-fi no, rpg we don't know so nothing just, about it yeah right that's, it's just like we I, we got the reveal and that's it that's interesting I that you mentioned that really too because there's there's a lot of conversation that it's releasing this year and i have no idea why people 
think that and or why anybody would even begin to imagine that it could release this year uh, do you, well, I, do you I think, think what so? Ignacio mentioned is that they revealed it three years ago. Maybe they yeah. were working on it the year before. So about three or four years, that's a good typical number of like, hey, we've been working on this game. It's almost done. And then you Here would think is. that we would have seen more of it at this point. Not necessarily yeah. if, if they go the Fallout 4 route. Reveal it on E3. Reveal it, release it on that year. I don't think that we know enough to say one way or the other mm-hmm. if it's gonna come out. It could very well come out this year. It could very well not come out this year. We yeah, we do not know enough about it. But it also seems like when Jason Schreier tweeted about it, he confirmed that it wasn't coming out this year. Uh, he said that uh, they're they have it, uh, they're in talks to tease it at E3 uh, for a release date uh, late 2022. <laughs> So that's where your expectations should be, is what he said. Um, I'm obviously yeah. I'm I'm summarizing what he said, but that that was along the lines of what he said. So uh, that seems more believable to me than a 2021 release date. Sure, especially with they, everything you know, that went I don't on. think we know enough. Yeah, we yeah. definitely don't know enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, there we have it, Jeffy Jeffy Grub Grubberton. Uh, all right, let's go. Yeah. Number two. Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest is back, much tighter and much smoother. Jeff Keighley's foray into a new kind of E3 last year in 2020 with Summer Games Fest was great, but sort of a mess. It spanned across the entire summer, about four months, with some showcases that were just not worth anybody's time. Uh, This time around, Jeff seems to have learned from last year and has split Summer Games Fest across four different events this year. Uh, the event kicks off with Kickoff Live on June 10th at 11 a.m. Pacific. This will be a world premiere showcase with various partners and even a performance by Weezer. On June 12th, we will see Ubisoft's upcoming games with Ubisoft Forward. On June 16th will be the Steam Next Fest, which will last for six days. And finally, on June 22nd, there will be an EA Play Live. Are you hyped, Kyle? Yeah, I'm stoked, man. I I I like the idea of Summer Game Fest. Uh, it's we'll have to see what its future will be now that E3 is coming back. Because um, yeah. that 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 was the thing. Like I I liked this as an idea for replacing E3. Um, but as we saw last year, it had a long way to go to even get anywhere near that. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that it's smaller. I like that it's tighter. I like, but I I I I like that it is a longer celebration. If if that makes sense, because I I I think when everything happens all in like the span of three days, as it sometimes does with E three. Yeah, there's so much that you can't really pay attention to all of it. So I like the fact that it could be like this is going to be like a week or two or like I think you said said it. It's all it's all in one month, but it's like it's four different different events. times yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like that. I'm interested to see where it goes from here. I, I think that's the most exciting thing. Like, will this be because competition can be a good thing, right? 
now that E3 has to kind of compete with this in some way, shape, or, or form, maybe it'll help them both figure out stuff. Yeah, I, I so. see they have a lot of uh, partners uh, for the showcase. Uh, uh, one notable one was PlayStation to me, that PlayStation is going to be there. I don't know if they're yeah. uh, doing a state of play with Summer Games Showcase or if they're just doing their own thing. Uh, so w what are your thoughts, Ignacio? You have a face there. Because uh, their PlayStation Here, is on the list of their partners. There. I know, I, I know it is on the list. Yeah. Here's my, let's call it, problem with Summer Game Fest. And Kyle knows my thoughts on it pretty well from last year. Take away Summer Game Fest. Take away Jeff Keighley. What changes? What doesn't happen? What? Because... Here in the list, we have uh, Ubisoft's uh, thing. We have EA Play that Jeff is putting them on Summer Game Fest. Those already were going to happen. We already knew about them. Mm -hmm. So what happened? <laughs> what does Summer yeah. Game Fest add? When, when like, uh, the, he, he has the, the kickoff event, which it, it is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But if you lo look at it as an event, it is pretty cool if you look at the whole thing at summer game fest what changes if you take it away when, when sure you don't have the kickoff you still have uh, the ubisoft thing you still have ea play you probably will still have playstation's thing yeah whatever it is so even what does it mean for even playstation to be partner with summer summer game fest is it just that they get to say that they are part of summer game fest or does Jeff Healy have any input on it? What changes? So you're thinking of it, Ignacio, as a, just a business. Uh, so when Jeff Keighley first um, announced Summer Games Fest, he, he said, uh, I, I, I can't quote it, but he said something along the lines of, he loves the feeling of E3 time and the, the experience that that gives the players and the gamers. Um, and just making it this sort of event where people can come together and celebrate uh, and enjoy games during the summer. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's what Summer Games Fest is. It's, it's a compilation of all these showcases that could be on their own very well. Uh, and they would be if there was no Summer Games Fest. But what he created is that sort of celebration of them. Uh, where we can all come together this month or this these three weeks and announce our stuff together uh, for people to enjoy, for people to look forward to and, and all that stuff. So uh, that's that's what I, th I think of Summer Games Fest as. But is, is Jeff Keighley, is Summer Games Fest telling them, oh, you should do it this week or you should do something, do it this week or is it... These companies are doing something on these days. Uh, Jeff Keighley comes to them and says, "Hey, let me put it on my Summer Game Fest calendar." Which, to me, to me, what last year Summer Game Fest was was kind of a glorified Google Calendar with yeah. some reveals, like Crash. I think was one of the reveals. Tony Hawk, I think, was another reveal that was by Jeff Keighley. But that was pretty much what Summer Game Fest was last year. What? What changes this year? How is it? How is this more than just a Google Calendar? I agree with you, and I mentioned this last year 
Two, I feel like you can say the same thing about E3. You can I don't think you can take say away the, same. the branding of E3, and those showcases could still happen. They still gather. I no, I don't think it is the same. Why E3, can't? Why is it not? Why can't you say the same thing about it? E3 gathers people. E3 has. Okay, this is the week. This is the week that everyone's going to do things, and we are going to have people do demos during this week of E3, and we're going to have uh, Greg and Golden Boy and Jackie. Sure, I think it was it two who are going to host it? They they have they have the power to say that. Uh, but whereas that, that's the thing, Jeff E3... Keighley doesn't really have that yet, and but with him building this up and making it smaller, making it tighter, putting that branding on that will then become recognizable. It'll become marketable. It'll get more money. It'll get more eyes. All that stuff, and then he will have that that cachet to say like, "Hey, this is my month." In that month, you got like, "Hey." playstation we need something from you microsoft we need something from you we need some here and he like he will eventually get there but he's start he's starting from square one so he might not have that that same sway yet yeah does that make sense like he's getting there that's because you you could think of jeff Keighley with the game awards as well that game awards throughout the years have increased in viewers millions by the millions um, so the fact that you put that name behind these showcases, um, more people will flock to watch them. Just like E3, everybody knows what E3 is, but no one's gonna. There, there could be a Ubisoft play sometime in June, and maybe they won't. People won't know unless it's part of E3. Uh, Summer Games Fest could be the same sort of thing. Just like you know, people announce stuff at the Game Awards. Um, with with Jeff Keighley and stuff like that. But I think if you take away the Game Awards, you take away the opportunity of so many people to show their games, they, people go to the Game Awards to showcase their things. What happens if you take away Summer Game Fest? Then people can't I, go I to showcase Ubisoft, their things. Ubisoft still showcases their thing the same day that they planned on doing it. EA still showcases the day that they planned on doing it. PlayStation still does the same thing. So that let they, me ask you, the let, let me ask you this, Ignacio. What if you took away E3 from Ubisoft? They're yeah, still going to do their thing, right? I said, like they could, they, they can still sh- showcase all of their stuff. They don't need E3 to tell them. Sure, to. Ubisoft, yeah. So many others know. Do that, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So what about so all the other ones know. on kickoff? Uh, you know, you, yeah. you take away E3, a lot of things do not get made. You take away Simon Game Fest, any of these, other than Jeff's thing, which is his, his thing. Mm-hmm. Ignore that because that, that's Jeff doing it. Take away Summer Game Fest. What doesn't happen? What isn't, what showcase isn't made? What game oh, isn't revealed? Like, the, the, I mean, I, I, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to E3 is a recognizable name and Summer Games Fest is not. Yeah. So they are attracting smaller things that can't afford to showcase at E3. But what, what is being done now, this year, last year? He's building up his brand and his reputation so that he can get those bigger things 
just like I mean, he's the done same with thing the game awards. We do yeah. here on By... on crossplay, right? Like we can't really get a lot of the big names on our show, but if we build up that reputation, we can get there. Where Greg is like, yes, I will download Final Fantasy fourteen and I will play it with you tonight. By Instead adding your like, name to uh, to another event, to another mm-hmm. showcase. It, no, we, it, we use the name cr- crossplay to build up that reputation the same way that Jeff Keighley is using the name Summer Games Fest to build up that uh, it, it, is, it is pretty much like when, when people say it's this show marketing. is brought to you by something, something, whatever. Yeah. That's an advertiser, but he needs to build up that reputation to get It is pretty much that. It is, it, it, at best, it would be PlayStation, the, what was it? PlayStation Direct presented by Summer Game Fest. Uh, at best. That could be. That's Which is that's the same a thing that Microsoft does it's, at E3. But what does Summer Show, and what does it influence Summer Game Fest? How does that influence the PlayStation thing, Ubisoft thing, the, EA's it, thing? Ignacio, these are these are partnerships. He's not claiming ownership over any of these things. But He's, what yeah. does it do? What is it? it what does E3 do? What does E3 do? E3 Builds does awareness. do something. <laughs> does there is an impact that E3 has? And you think and Summer, Summer Games, Games Fest, can't Fest have is that? building up that impact? That impact too. That's what they're. That's what they're by that's doing. What they're what? building up. By, by having these showcases, by doing the same thing that E3 yeah, does, by doing the same thing it's that E3 not the is same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing. How is it not? Because E3 is Anyways. doing. You take away E3 again. You take away E3. Things do not happen. There are things that do not happen. You take away Summer Game Fest. I think that st- things still happen the way that they were going to. Okay. It's uh, that, that All right. uh, sure. All right, <laughs> let's move on. It's Number the same discussion we had three, last year. Time Splitters is returning. Deep Silver announced on Twitter that they are opening a studio to develop a new Time Splitters game. The post reads here, they posted a little picture saying here, um, a new Deep Silver studio is coming, Free Radical Design. You asked and we listened. We have been working on plans to bring the Time Splitters franchise back to life and are pleased to let you know that we are setting up a new Deep Silver development studio to do just that. Free Radical Design is reforming and will be heading, headed up by industry and Time Splitters veterans Steve Ellis and Dave Doak. This is an exciting first step in the process. Development on a new game has not yet started, and we will update you when we have more news to share. So Free Radical Design's previous, it said that they're, that they're reforming. And uh, they were previously owned by Crytek, uh, which they developed Time Splitters 1, 2, and a third installment, uh, Future Imperfect, uh, with them. Uh, a fourth game was apparently in development, but that never came to fruition. And just say, if you don't know, Time Splitters is a first person shooter with like time travel elements. Uh, this game came out a while ago. I was pretty young, so I don't remember exact. I don't remember playing it. I think I did play it. Uh, Kyle, I know you're older than me. Did you play Time Splitters? Oh man, old just be- man. 
because my back hurts and my knees aren't as much doesn't mean that I played Time Splitters. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I actually am kind of in the same boat. I know the name. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever played a Time Splitters game. I know a lot of people like it. Um, but this is it's one of those weird things that I think a lot of people want, but there's also equally a number of of people that are like, what is this? Yeah. What is t- time splitters? I don't, why should I care? Mm-hmm. I what about, know. do you so, care, Ignacio? Look, I know nothing about time splitters. I've heard the name. You heard it? Yeah. I, I don't know what it is about, but I I, I want to add something to this previous story. I'm still excited for the showcase that Jeff Kill is going to do. No, you hate it, Ignacio. Think let's, that, remember, let's remember that you hate it. I don't want people to think that I... I'm not looking forward to it. And also, Bowler Move hates Jeff Keeley. You heard it here also, first. I want to <laughs> add Bowler Move for him to put, uh, what did he call it? His event, like the week before E3, and calling it a uh, kickoff. Power Move. Oh. <laughs> Power Move, indeed. But yeah, Transpirators, um, I know nothing about it. Um, yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I do like when these kind of legacy franchises come back in a major way i think that is uh good at least for awareness within the game space that it's like hey not 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 all games are fortnite or they they don't all look like fortnite right yeah um it's probably gonna look like i also Right. It, 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 it might. Uh, <laughs> but like I'm I'm also a fan of first person shooters and time travel. So this has my att- wow, there you go. attention of, of, of being like, I like those buzzwords. <laughs> what does this mean? When is it c- 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 coming out? We'll see. There you go. But um, yeah, so excited, but I don't know much. So it's just like, well. Yeah, and we won't hear about it for a few more years, so. Yeah. THQ Nordic owns everything. Deep Silver. No, they own Deep Silver. Yeah. So I. Embracer Group. It is, yeah, Embracer Group. So, like, we all know they bought a lot of IP, a lot of studios, so. Yeah. At least they are doing something with it. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. So, Time Splitters is returning. There we go, my friends. Number four. WB Games will be split following the Warner Discovery merger. This comes from a tweet from a fellow named Steven Totillo. He said, let me read the tweet here. Uh, WB Games is getting broken up somehow due to AT&T's Warner Media Discovery sale slash merger. Some of the gaming arm will stay with AT&T and some will go with the new company. Uh, Rep tells Axios's Sarah Fisher. No further info, WB Games lists 11 studios, games for all kinds of IP and devices. Uh, So, let me see here. The most notable studios are Avalanche Software, which is making Harry Potter, uh, Monolith, which has made Shadow of Mordor, NetherRealm, which we all know is Mortal Kombat, uh, Rocksteady, which has made Batman, TT Games, which is Lego, Uh, WB Games Montreal, which is making Gotham Knights, they have also made a Batman game. But I want to ask you guys, Ignacio, what does this mean if some of the studios are sent over to Discovery rather than staying at Warner Bros? What what could happen to them? First of all, I, I don't know why they are stringing them up. Yeah. 
I don't do they want to do, do so, games with Discovery with Discovery Channel? I don't know. Uh, if indeed they go and split them up, it would be well. Even looking at this list, it would suck for any of these games to be split up from WB because mm-hmm. all of these games work with WB properties and they make great games with them. Yeah. I mean, we got we got a great games from. Rocksteady and Batman to the games make a lot of license good license logo games. Mm-hmm. WB Montreal, they are working on a Batman game. Avalanche Software is working on a Harry Potter game. Mm-hmm. And so if any of the, these studios get split up and sent to Discovery, I do not know what that means for them using WB licenses. If they indeed cannot use them because they would be technically a part of a different company, it would suck. Mm. Straight up, it would suck. I'd want to see yeah. a so, Dirty Jobs game uh, by Montreal Studios. Uh, what do you think, you Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this I, I saw this news more so in the TV sphere of, of stuff, where AT&T, for the past couple years, hasn't really known what to do with their entertainment entertainment yeah, this isn't the first time we've heard of them selling their games division yeah yeah they we've heard rumors of that i know as a big comic book nerd there's been discussions of like oh they're selling dc comics what if marvel buys them oh my god <laughs> uh and like the, there's there's all sorts of stuff floating around out out there and it just seems like yeah they don't really know what to do with them um so if this happens, we don't know exactly how it will go down exactly uh, if they are dividing up their mobile studios versus all that stuff or if it's only the TV studios that are going to Discovery. Because uh, Discovery, if you guys are unfamiliar, is one of the largest uh, cable networks uh, here in the United States at least. But they do Everywhere. a lot of unscripted shows and stuff they they do all the like food network stuff and like mm-hmm. we said like dirty dirty jobs and stuff like that they do a lot of um, major stuff yeah yeah uh Easter so stuff, I think. as far as tv goes i think this would be an interesting move i kind of like it uh to 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 up the content and stuff that's on hbo max because they are really struggling with some stuff there um or if they change the name to like discovery plus or something you know um Mm -hmm. but we're talking about wb games specifically right so for the game side of this that's where i think it's scary because selling it to like a cable network it's like what are you guys gonna do with game studios like i don't i i i mean we we have we have something that we'll mention here down the road but netflix has been looking to get into games they kind of have been for the past few years but not really much has come out of that i we know that sometimes studios get sold and then shut down right Mm -hmm. or they get you know like hey you guys are now working on Open to make HBO Max faster. It's like, well, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, scary thought, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, there. it's uh, it's all very early stages, so we don't even know what's 
what's gonna happen but uh i guess we will see of course we will see what happens uh and that is it my friends for the big news of the week kyle take us over the new and notable all right uh new and notable this week 505 games announced ghost runner 2 for the next gen consoles as well as pc or current gen if if you want to get technical nowadays um no stuff like that but yeah ignacio i know you played the s1 you excited oh yeah pretty exciting uh these news came out two weeks ago but i put it here because i wanted to talk about it yeah it is pretty exciting uh ghost runner is such a fun game it is short but it is so much fun playing through it. I, I love the gameplay and I want to see it back. And also the game had story behind it. So I do want to see that story be expanded upon. But yeah, I just want more Ghost Runner. I want to keep playing it. Uh, cool. So yeah, pretty exciting. That's cool. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, next up, it looks like everything is happening on May 25th. Uh, a whole bunch of these things I'm about oh, to yeah. say here are all coming out May 25th, including Biomutant for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Final Fantasy 14 for PlayStation 5. Gino. All right. All right. How you so, feeling? So we didn't get to talk about it last week because uh, last week uh, we were all gone. We were all dead for a little bit. Um, uh, the Final Fantasy 14 Fan Fest happens, which is sort of like their E3. Um, Ignacio just left. I don't know why. Uh, he he he. I don't know why. He, his internet goes out. He was like, I was joking. I, I forget that you have it so that people without audio, without video. Go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so your camera's not back on. Just FYI, I can see that to, too. Like, I don't know why. Sky, try, you oh, ruined the joke. Why. You ruined the joke, Ignacio. <laughs> So, no, anyway, so, conti- continue, uh, yeah. Gino. So anyway, um, they announced quite a few things for the new expansion coming out. And Walker, they announced the release date, which I had said from the beginning, November. It is November 24th, I believe, or 22nd, one, yep. one of those. Uh, you could play it earlier if you pre-order, of course, um, which I will be doing. And they also announced the new uh, DPS class, which is a melee DPS class, the Reaper, which holds a scythe, which is pretty badass, if you ask me. Nice. And um, they, a lot of stuff happened in that showcase that was, you know, you could you could have a whole a whole podcast on, so I won't go into it. But uh, I'm very excited for it. And uh, what this uh, the 25th is is just uh, the playstation 5 version it's already out but it's coming out of beta pretty much they were just they had it in beta for for a month uh so uh now gotcha. uh, cool. on the 25th it'll be fully released so. full release there we go have you gotten to play it on on ps5 do you pay the beta yeah i, I have it it's the beta is just like the beta was technically just the release of the ps5 version uh they just they use it to test it to see if it's all working well and all that stuff but uh now it'll just be just a PS5 version, not a beta. So and and it and there's no new download or anything for me. Just I guess an update, I think. But that's it. So there you go. Good on them. Next up, Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne HD Remaster 
is coming out for PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC on May 25th. Uh, Saints Row the Third Remastered is heading to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and S on May 25th. And Destiny 2 Crossplay Beta is also coming on May 25th. Like I said, everything is happening May 25th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next-gen ver- versions of GTA V alongside a standalone ver- version of GTA Online arrives November 11th, and PlayStation Plus members will get free access to GTA Online for its first three months. So Pretty if you have PlayStation Plus, go hop in. Go ahead yeah, Rockstar uh, said that the version... The- PS5 series version will be enhanced and expanded. So I'm pretty curious to see what that expanded means. Cool. Yeah. That sounds if like anything. Is that like a new section? A new. <laughs> Could pretty much be nothing. Then just saying stuff. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still pretty excited for it to come to next year. Cool. That game just will not stop. Then uh, it came out three, eight years ago. Right? Eight years ago, Wild. PS3, PS4, now PS5. Wow. Wow. Lastly, The Last of Us Part 2 got a performance patch for PlayStation 5, allowing 60 frames per second gameplay. There you mm. go. Nice. Last of Us Part 2. That is all the new and notable uh, that we got for this week. So let's get on to our lightning round. <laughs> Yeah, so I put this first one here for Alan, but he isn't here, so that's unfortunate. But according to Team Cherry, they confirmed that Hollow Knight Steelsong will be skipping E3 this year. That game's never coming uh, out. <laughs> single tier yep. for Alan. That game Pour is one not out coming, for the homies. come out anytime soon. Uh, speaking of games not coming out anytime soon, Amy Hennig of Uncharted Fame and Talk Stash Week are working together on a new action-adventure game. They both work together at EA on a cancelled Star Wars game. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah. I don't know what, exactly what uh, Todd Stashwick has worked on uh, other than that EA project, but Amy Hennig, she built up Uncharted, and those are some pretty cool games. So uh, I'm excited to see what she does next. Next up, we have EA. EA to open up a new studio focused on open world action games, and it will be headed by ex-monolith VP Kevin Stevens. Stevens was studio head during the development of the Shadow of Mortar franchise. Ah, okay. Ah! Ah! Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pretty excited to see what they yeah, now, what they made with an now, open world. Now he's game. getting sent to Discovery. What a shame! <laughs> what a shame! It's, it's gonna be right. It's gonna be yeah. an interesting one because EA they they have other games, obviously, but I still think of them as like the sports people. Yeah, yeah. right. I don't. So it's, do they have an an open world action game already? We're talking about Fallen I Order. Know. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Wouldn't not call really it open, open world, world, but it is the like an action adventure game closest to what an open world yeah. could be. Sure, yeah, um, I mean, like it's they, close. I just want to see more they, of well, that. Like I said, they have some stuff out there, but yeah. it's just yeah, I don't think of them as that. So I want to see more of yeah. that. Uh, th- it would be nice to see them focus on more, uh, more of these single player games because I mean, Jedi Fallen Order was one of the best games of that year. Uh, so for them good. to to focus mm-hmm. on on different properties that they probably that they could have uh or just another you know this could even be talking about no actually i'm thinking about ubisoft soccer ubisoft is making a star wars game right uh yeah uh, i thought they were talking about star wars here but i guess we'll see it's 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 funny because this this like comes off of ubisoft saying that they're gonna focus on what is it free to play games now or something yeah, uh, and then now EA is not, not focused, but give up like, bigger focus. Yeah, so uh, they're like going opposite ways. I don't, I don't see if they're seeing different things in, on the market or if they're just deciding to do this on their own. I don't. But eh, I, I, I like the idea of a you know, I love me some open world action adventure games. You know, so yeah, for same. a big company mm-hmm. like EA to do that, it would be, it would be. I know it's gonna be of high quality. I would hope so, at the very least. Yeah, you would hope yeah. so. Yeah. And the last new story that we have here, Overwatch 2 is changing to 5v5 matches. Yeah. So Overwatch, that, they had that game a, in forever. How, how many is a normal match? It's 6v6, uh, always. Oh, uh, so they can... Yeah, so over, over, the, meta, the meta is always two tanks, two healers, and two DPS. Um, that's gotcha. what they're doing now, but they're switching to one tank, two healers, and two DPS. Um, so Overwatch Two had a. I didn't watch the event, but they had they they showed a whole bunch of uh, Overwatch Two info. Um, a lot of people were upset about it changing to five v five, which I could understand because I mean less friends to play with. I, I, I mean, like, also that's that's what you grown accustomed to. Yeah, and you're also used yeah. to the two tanks, two healers, two DPS. So uh, the fact that there's only going to be one tank on a team, it just puts a lot of pressure on them because there's already pressure on them as it is. So uh, this is it. It it basically changes the entire way the game works in some in some way. And I feel like it's something that they do need to do to to differentiate to differentiate between the two of them because uh, a lot of people also well, mentioned that. You know, Overwatch 2 just seems like it could just be a patch. You know, it's just an add-on. Well, it's basically the only reason why I'm interested in number two is the story mode, because all of the multiplayer yeah. stuff is still coming to the first one. So it, it is technically a patch if you don't buy this game. But yeah, yeah that, like, changes that first game then to now only buy. So, like, like I... it. You won't, if, I mean, if you don't update the game, I guess you can still do six on six matches, yeah. maybe, but I I don't know how that works exactly. But that, yeah, that completely is just like, we're just going to fuck up your your whole shit. So. I, don't, I don't know how they're going to do it, because I, I assume to update Overwatch 1, you will, you will have to pay for the new content in the multiplayer mode. They or, said it was coming for free last so, I remember. So but. if it's coming for free, are they charging full price for just a story mode? 
You know what I mean? Is that like that's that's been the discussion? <laughs> they're, they're like, is yeah. this going to be thirty dollars? Is this going to be sixty dollars? What's yeah. going on here? So that's interesting um, to to think about. But uh, yeah, but yeah, this was uh, headed by the new director, um, not Jeff Kaplan anymore. Um, so good for good for that guy. I assume he's uh, getting a lot of death threats now <laughs> or something. Uh, so that sucks for him. But don't uh, do that. Don't do that. Yeah, people are the worst. People are the worst. Just freaking play your video games, dude. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is interesting. It's interesting to see the way they're changing it. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't played Overwatch in a while, but Overwatch is one of those games that I could always just hop back in and, and uh, rage quit. So, uh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, well, let's wrap things up how we normally do. Gino, what are you excited for this week? You uh, looking to hop back this into? week i'm looking forward to hopping back into some knockout city uh and like i said i've convinced friends to play final fantasy 14 so i'm looking forward to to uh i've convinced hop you know people with real logic you know they just have logic in their in their brains and they're like you know what this is probably a really good game to try and uh let me try it out because it's free of charge a critically acclaimed mmorpg final fantasy 14 uh with uh no time limit up to level 60 with the award-winning expansion as well <laughs> and they're just trying it you know so it's uh, it's cool to, to to have new people come in and play it so uh, i'm cool. looking forward to all that ignacio well, do you know i uh speaking of uh final fantasy 14 do you know i'll let you know that i deleted final fantasy 14 oh you made your PS5. bed you made your bed look at that that's nice I needed some <laughs> space. <laughs> and... There you go. I needed some space, and uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that that was the first one on the chat. What, what do you need space for? What do you need space for? Some, some... <sighs> freaking nerd, dude, playing an old game like that. Oh wow. Uh yeah. Instead of that new Final Fantasy fourteen, shut up about it. New Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, man, I still haven't played much of Returnal, so I want to go back to that, uh, and see if I can even beat the first boss with that, I haven't yeah, gotten, like, I can't, I can't I, either. I, I played that original, like, three hours, and that was it. I was like, I like this. This feels yeah. good. I don't feel like I'm progressing, but I want to keep playing, and then yeah. I just never did. <laughs> I was hovering over it on my storage thing. I was hovering over it. I was like... Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know if I should go back or not. And then I didn't delete it. I yeah. I, I feel like I there should is... try again. I I forgot about Bio Mutant. Oh I yeah. Wanna... I, I I yeah. If you like... had asked me before, I would have said that it's still two years away. Super mm, excited yeah, for like, it. Like I I don't know much about it, but I know it looks really really good. And I've I hope been this game interested. Well, I actually don't think this game so. is going to fly under people's radars because people are looking forward to it. It's just oh yeah, that there also is people that think that game's never coming out. Like that's you know so like <laughs> so I don't know if people still think that, but as soon as people out this week, as soon as people start yeah. hearing about it, they're gonna they're gonna start playing because it is it does look pretty incredible. It looks like a really yeah. good game, so I'm looking forward to it. That too, yeah. That's Stop what I'm looking that. forward to this week to play that. Hop into some Biomune. Make an ugly little raccoon mm-hmm. boy. You know it. Uh, Gino, where can they find you and your ugly little raccoon boy? 
Uh, you could find me playing with my ugly little raccoon boy on twitch.tv slash Gino VII. And you could also find me on Twitter at Gino underscore Viteri. Oh, and Ignacio, where can they find you not playing Final Fantasy fourteen? You can find me not playing Final Fantasy fourteen on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B, where I'll probably be talking about the much better Final Fantasy, that being Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate when it comes out. You should also tweet at Jeff Keighley right now and tell him how much you hate him. How much you absolutely <laughs> despise his existence. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta ask him how to add his Google Calendar to mine. <laughs> Had to add some game face to my Google Calendar. Start some beef with Jeff Keighley. Go ahead. You, 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 ah, you can do it. We'll get him yeah, on the show eventually, right? <laughs> and then he'll, sure. he'll come on the show. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, you guys can find me at Yoke Kyle Springer, still debating uh, if I should play Returnal or, 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 or not. Uh, play but, Village. Yeah, that's... Play Village, you coward. Not for me. Not for me. Uh, so, fine. Play uh, yeah, Outlast, then. I'm I'm at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys want to stay up to date with all of the shows and stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, uh, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. Last thing I will say is that uh, Whatnots Wednesdays is back. I will be streaming. I'm moving my Sunday stream to that Wednesday. I'm no longer streaming on Sundays because we've been slacking on on that. So I think I might just be be there. Playing some fall guys and stuff like that, because that's what I did this past Wednesday, and that was a lot of fun. So I hop back in that, might continue playing uh, Breath of the Wild, because uh, I got to the first of the Fantastic Beasts and then just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, uh, you guys can check that out on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.com tv slash the whatnots but with that that wraps things up we will see you all next week bye see ya man i can't believe e3 is less than a month shut up about it dude